Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hey, this is Marshall. I trust you had a great 4th of July weekend. I know I did. Smoked a brisket, popped some fireworks, and plenty of cold beer. Oh, was delish. All right, so in this episode, you guys are going to get a little bit deeper in look into the HyperClean brand. Nick and I go on to Jamie the Cleaner's podcast, and we're guests there. He asked some great questions diving into who we are. Speaking of HyperClean, <laughs> thanks so much to everybody that grabbed the new ceramic snow that we released this weekend. We know it's going to be one of the fastest growing ceramic-based snows on the on the market. I mean, it's, it's just incredible what it's doing. You, you know, put three or four ounces in your foam cannon, wash your car every weekend with it. Tell me what it's like in three or four weekends. <laughs> it's unbelievable, the hydrophobics and the, the way you're easily to maintain your car now. Wiping it down and finishing it with drying aid is hyperclean slick. And phew, I'm telling you, results are phenomenal. You are going to love it. All right, let's get into this episode. Thanks so much, guys. Make it a great day. Welcome to the Cleaner Cast. We are back again. We're going uh, 10 episodes strong, I believe. We are available as a podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to go give us a subscribe, rate, and review, people. Come on, let's get us up the charts. Get things going over there on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Whatever your favorite uh, app is, go check us out. Give us a review. I see my Canadian cohort has finally made it in the building, people. He was not here. Until, until right as the buzzer sounds. So here he is. He's Mr. Alex Dewar, Bucky VW. What's going on? Hey. You made it. Thank you for your I can't patience. believe it. <laughs> I mean, you were, you were buzzer beater. Yeah. Buzzer beater for sure. So what's going on caught in Canada winter, this week? Caught in a winter snowstorm. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh. about to say. Yeah, creeping up on the last couple days of spring here, getting into summer. Uh, just had a ton of rain last week, so getting some some sun. And June's always kind of rainy for us, so if we get rain, great. If we yeah. don't, not so much because we had a pretty dry winter, so any bit of moisture we can get is awesome. And uh, make the grass looking good. So, how about you? How's things down south? Hot. Hot, so hot. Got a little outdoor air conditioner this week to yeah. fight against it a little bit. It it's trying its best, but it's still yeah. still ain't doing its best. Ryan, I need you to go to go to download Apple, or if you got an Apple phone, go to Apple Podcasts. I need you to type in the Cleaner Cast. You don't even have to listen to it. Just go down the the rate and review, five stars. Mm-hmm. Write a little comment. Actually, we have a review from this week, so let me go ahead and read that on here. We got from Bummy G. Bummy G, shout out to Bummy G. Go follow him. I don't know where you can follow him at, but go follow him. He says, great show, five stars. Such a great show. Can't believe the quality of guests they have for just starting. Can't recommend enough. So thank you, Bummy G. You the man. Yeah, you certainly, uh, we've certainly brought on some <clears throat> ones, I will say. But uh, Yeah, we're getting there. You and I kind of have some connections, which kind of helps. So yep. we've helps right we've get into your... previously to get to where we are. So. Yep. Well, today I haven't been impressed with products, you know, not blown away. I'd say blown away by products in a long time. Yeah. This company here reached out, sent me a few products, tried these products. These are and uh, after trying one called bug. It's kind of one of those products where you step back, you look at it, you go, man, that was a really good product. Sure. And uh, as I continue to work on the line of HyperClean, as our guest today, by the way, 
mm-hmm. the Hyper Clean Boys. You can follow them over at, you can listen to them at Pints and Polishing Podcast. They have a podcast as well. Go Very check cool. it out. But man, I've been impressed with these products. So we're got them on. We're going to talk about them. Uh, hear the story of Hyper Clean. I don't think a lot of people really know too much about Hyper Clean. Everybody kind of talked to is like, you know, right. they're not too sure. They think they've heard of them, but not too sure. They used to deal with concentrates, and now they're finally getting some 16-ounce products. So I think you're about to hear a lot more from this brand. So I think we're uh, we're uh, getting the ball rolling with HyperClean. But, yeah. So without further ado, let's get them on here. We got Marshall Hill, Nick Walters from the HyperClean store. What's up, guys? What's up, everybody? Buddies. Can we get a, a job position and just a brief intro from each of you? We'll start with Marty. All right. Well, first of all, man, like we do on our podcast, I got to open up a beer. Uh, it's pints and polishing. So I always drink a cold beer and I talk about detailing. So this is from Odell Brewing called Hazer Tag. I had it a couple of weeks ago and fell in love with it and was like, man, I, I was at the liquor store earlier and said, I got to get it again. It's too delicious. So, so these are like some craft, crafty beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I like craft all the cool kids are into this stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. See, I'm not, I'm not cool yeah, say that anymore. again to Nick. Say that again to yeah. Nick. Yeah, say that again. Uh, I'm having I'm having some water over here, um, but I can't thank you guys enough for uh, having us on. Yeah, and uh, uh, job position, Nick. What what's what you doing in Hyperclean? I don't even know if Marshall said he just started talking about beer or something. All right, I, know what's uh, going on. I would say the biggest thing for me is is you know product development. You know, that's probably, you know, Marty pretty much handles the show, most of it. Uh, I, I do uh, a lot of testing of the products. We both do. But, you know, I think that's that's what I bring to the table. For those that don't know, I have a really large detailing business here in Las Vegas. And I've uh, been detailing for 24 years. We do car collections mostly. Uh, you know, my clients have between 15 and 50 cars is, is, is where we are concentrated. We do a ton of PPF, ceramic coating, all that kind of stuff, but been doing this a long time and, and, you know, joined HyperClean a couple years ago, uh, bought in as an owner with Marty and, uh, you know, it's kind of the, the show's being written right now. You know, I mean, we're just, we're just in the infancy of, of going down this path of 16 and gallons and, you know, we are bigger. Marty really started the company as a pro product, you know, concentrate type of line, you know, guys that are really, really, really moving a lot of product. And, and so it's been a lot of fun. Yep. So co-owners led Marty on one podcast and he stone cold Steve Lawson's the beginning of it. So (laughs) that's what I'm talking about getting the party started. But, uh, so we'll start, uh, with Marty. How did, uh, what are the origins of HyperClean? You're a Tulsa based company. So take it from there. Yeah, yeah, cool, man. Uh, Origins is with many of uh, other people that have started cleaning cars. You began to wonder how much more you can do, how further you can go, what different things can you begin to build into your business. And so out of my garage in 2010, I started selling products. Um, Much like what we recommend to, and we have (laughs) a massive amount of young guys that are, cleaning cars and then also seeing parts of their city where they could sell hyper clean. That's what I was doing. Mobile detailer and selling products and continued to grow it uh, all the way up to a half million dollar distribution company. At that point in time, I began to, you know, steer into a second leg, which was seeing if we could flip stuff online. You guys know the the guy, Gary V. Uh, I took a Gary V challenge in 2017 where he, wanted people to find something and flip it. And I, I decided to learn how to flip a polisher. It's called Max the jeweler. And that was sort of the, the entry into the, the national scene for what that company was called total auto solutions. When Nick came aboard, it was a massive enjoyment between the two of us, you know, like we both were saying thank you to each other. Right. Cause he brings so much into the business with his stability, with his mindset, with his operations, like the way he does stuff, Versus the way, you know, I, I'm definitely that more out there kind of, I'll throw this idea and then him and I will have to, you know, we, we play catch with it. We toss it back and forth. We really dive into it and we figure out what's best for our customers. Uh, that's sort of the heartbeat of, of HyperClean right now. Two guys that have over 40 years of car care experience, building products 
manufacturing them right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and creating, well, what we believe is going to be a massive play for the industry because there's nobody that has the experience that we have. I mean, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Very nice. So the, 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 you started with the concentrates. Oh yeah. So after the, the uh, after the polisher, uh, then I was like, okay, I need to get into ceramics because I was at that point in time working with a multi-level layer type brand and, you know, just yeah. like many other people that have listened to these, right? Like you think you got a territory and you think you're going to now suddenly there was another person, then another. And it's like, okay, I, that's territory thing. I, I was an early guy that got burned, right? All good. Yeah. At that point in time, I decided it was 2016 and 2017, uh, 18 was when we really pushed into, uh, doing our ceramic coatings. And then I go, you know what? I gotta have some chemicals out there. Best way I could see a small company sending out product was to send them in an ultra concentrate. And uh, I really just love the the bag idea because, you know, you got Tide that has refill bags. You got big brands that have refill bags, but we didn't have it inside the detailing world. And so that's what I wanted to do. But sure. the bags broke. It is what it is, you know. <laughs> it, it didn't go as always as great as promised. I, we're we're yeah. actually in the midst of throwing them all away. I've got like $20,000 worth of bags that, oh, you know, it was sad to, sad to throw away, but they just, they failed over and over enough to where we, you know, we put them in a real sturdy, nice, uh, nice plastic bottle that uh, we can ship out and give people five gallons of concentrate for, People that need to to have that, you know, car soap, degreaser, interior cleaner, you know, your core basic mm-hmm. products, you, you're not going to find a better value of great product intermixed with, you know, you mix you mix your own water into it. So mm-hmm. it, <laughs> your cost is, in, is incredible. Yeah, I think the concentrates were just kind of a kind of a genius move. But, you know, the bag part, you know, we learned a lesson on that. But uh, so and it came with kind of a, you know, a goal of like, you know, reducing waste. You know, people send you these big old jugs of plastic with their concentrates. But we're talking about little, you know, 16 ounce. How much is it? 16 uh, ounce, 32. ounce, 32 ounce bottle. And that makes five gallons wow. of, of concentrate product. that then you can dilute further. So, you know, yeah. your interior cleaner, you're going to dilute it further. So, you know, it's extremely great value. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. It's a great way to start. Like I said, I've, I, re- I remember when the concentrates kind of started making the rounds, but, you know, I was not nowhere needing five gallons of product. Well, and that's, you know, that's, that's, that was a lot of Nick's push, right? Like we started yeah. to really look also at not just what was breaking, but, you know, so much of the industry, especially for mobile guys or, you know, enthusiasts mm-hmm. like like yourself, uh, you know, <laughs> most of those guys would never touch five gallons at a time. You know, no. it's it's they like the smaller packages. They like they they don't like mixing product. They would rather just have ready to use. They like things a little bit more simpler. And you know, let me just spray and go. That's that's where so many people like. So part mm-hmm. of it was also of Nick and I looking at the market, and you can't yep. fight the market. You got to go with what the market is doing. So. You just yeah. got to get to, you know, surf, right. surf the wave in a sense, you know, figure yeah, out where I, it's at and see how you can be a part. Yep. I thought, thought I thought that was, you know, really great, great idea, great movement, but there's definitely like kind of a ceiling with the concentrate line. I think that's when Nick comes in, I believe so, huh? Mm-hmm. So then Nick yeah. comes in. Nick, what's your story of kind of getting to know HyperClean and deciding to be a co-owner of the brand? Yeah, it, it, you know, look. We, at my, when my company's really moving and detailing, we're detailing over 600 cars a week. And we're talking about high-end car collections, millions of dollars. We're not talking about, you know, people hear 600 cars a week and they think to themselves, oh, they're doing, you know, just quick polishes, whatever. No, we did full restorations. You know, we have cars collections in the millions and millions of dollars. I started to get really frustrated with, some results I was getting from the brands I was using. This is, I mean, it's an age old story, but it was a reality for me because as I started putting chemicals and especially the five-year coating at the time, you know, for those that didn't put it on, there were some real finicky coatings for a long time. And there were companies that kept telling us they had it figured out as a company. They kept telling me, 
don't worry, you know, stay with us. We're going to, you got the next volumes coming out, next versions coming out. Never came. You know, nobody really ever got to the point where it wasn't a lot of stress putting a five-year coding on 10, 15 cars a day. You know, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. lot of work to be, you know, watching and what are we doing and all that kind of stuff. So I started looking around. Uh, well, first of all, I, I started asking these companies more and more questions. Hey, what's in this product? This product's smearing. This product is not working like it used to. And I, I just really wanted to find out for my detailing company how to get better stuff. Sure. Now, mind everybody, I'm not working with like, you know, people you don't know. It's every big brand that matters. I mean, when you're moving the level of coding and stuff I was moving at the time, everybody wants to do business with you. They would have let me lock down Vegas. They wouldn't have sold to anyone else. And the bottom line is it just wasn't working for me. We weren't getting that top flight result I was looking for. So 2019, I started looking around, found Marty. You know, the concentrate spoke to me. That automatically made sense for my business. Uh, Marty and I developed more of a friendship and an appreciation for the detailing business because when you've been doing it 20 plus years, you know, YouTube is getting popular at the time. Everything's kind of taken off and, you know, you have a chuckle about some things like, Hey dude, we've been doing this, you know, we don't see anybody using a rotary, you know, anymore, those types of things. And, and so we just bonded over detailing, started talking about the business and then the pandemic kind of hit. And, uh, Marty and I started doing episodes on his podcast and, you know, I had done some high level, uh, sanitization work, things like that. Cautioned everybody in our industry, what to do, what not to do, especially what not to do, uh, seemed to catch on. And finally I approached Marty and said, Hey man, I'd like to come on board. And I think we have enough of that yin and yang things. He's good at things. I'm good at. Let's have a talk. We did. I bought into the company and honestly, since then it's kind of been a blur, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I really, I really can't believe where we're at, uh, to be honest. And that, that's, that's, that's not about hard work. It's really about all the people that follow our podcast and our socials and they're buying products, but the product's got to work. You know, one thing that I think's out there yeah. in the marketplace that we can all agree on is there's a lot of products that don't work. And if they don't work, I didn't think we were going to have time. So we're pretty rigorous in our development and pretty slow to release things. We don't have 15 detail sprays in our line. We don't have, (laughs) that's just not us because we don't, again, if I had 15 good ones, they'd be in a line. I haven't Mm -hmm. used 15 good ones in my entire career. So kind of leads into the overbuilt products of HyperClean. Exactly. (laughs) That's, and that's sort of, Guys, that's sort of where we're at, is that we're putting a lot of pressure on our vendors who send us raw material and all the things we do of this isn't good enough. And you'd be surprised, your listeners would be surprised, we're really in a position now where we're building a team around us that's starting to understand it's never good enough. Like, don't don't tell me what other people do. Oh, this product hit the market. We test it, it fails. That's not for us. Um, when you use something like hyper clean bug, which you referenced, that's Mm -hmm. a polymer based product. It has none of the dangers of traditional, really caustic, uh, cleaners in bug cleaner. It's very modern in the way it cleans. And when you use it, you can, you can tell it's different. And that's the whole key. Look, you know, there's just too much in the market that isn't overbuilt. And and that's kind of what we keep saying is that's our motto. Let's overbuild everything. If you're, if you're an enthusiast, listen to this, if your process is overbuilt when you're cleaning your car, your car is going to be the best looking one at the car show. I mean, it kind of just goes across everything we're trying to preach. So, I mean, that's really, really where we are today. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up both of you brought up bug cleaner because you know, (laughs) We've all seen it. Mm-hmm. We've all seen the sprays that bug cleaners can leave, whether that's a flash on that front of the grill, that front yep. part of the hood, or it's that run line that comes down those plastics on the side mirror, or it could be the glass. You know, we, yep. we've had, we've all had bug cleaners that we've sprayed on glass and then we've gone, we've gone to wash it off. And we're like, what the hell is that? Right? Like, so <laughs> When we set out to build this product, and this was one that <laughs> I, 
I've absolutely loved. And it was in that ultra concentrate for so long, man, <laughs> it's incredible. The polymers that are in it and what you can do with it. And anybody that has been like you, Jamie, that I think you, I know you're on the foam town, but I think you've also <laughs> done quite a bit of rinseless, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Rinseless. If you're a waterless, then you understand polymer and you mm -hmm. could see then the symmetry that could go along with that. I, I've been doing waterless washing since 26, two, 2006. So it was always difficult to do a waterless or a rinseless wash for me in Oklahoma with just using polymers. Made it difficult mm -hmm. until I developed the product. And you, you can symmetry in it to, with anything. And like we talked about, if it's overbuilt, it means that, okay, that's all cool, polymers, it's all cool, everything, but... Does it fucking work? Jamie, does it work? Yep. Oh, yeah. it works. So not me. only is it's the safest thing you could ever spray on your paint, it does its job. Yep. Not, like, fucking amazing. Yeah. You don't I have mean, to that, rush, that you don't have to worry yeah. about it. You know the product is going to work and work safely. And the thing that launched Marty and I, this was, this was the thing I said to him the first thing we had to tackle was our slick product, which, Jamie, I know you've used. I was so unhappy with express waxes, express sealants, and especially the SiO2, quote unquote, mm -hmm. SiO2, which isn't possible in a water-based formula, by the way, because the hardener can't mix with water. So it's actually a silica spray, which is why we're very clear on our label, SiO2 sprays in water don't exist. Silica can exist in water. And so what you see in the marketplace mm -hmm. is when we sprayed it on a black panel, it's 115 degrees here in Vegas. My guys would go to wipe something. It'd be like smear, just smear everywhere. Well, those formulas never made sense to me. And so when I came on the HyperClean, we tackled a project and I said, this is my first project. Like we're not doing anything else. I'm not, I mean, I'm drawing a line in the sand and Marty went along with it and we were able to, to develop slick, which is, which is a drying aid, slash protectant all in one you can you can finish your glass out on it. it acts like a glass coating on glass and that was a ground up this is what we're doing we're going to do it right we're going to spare no expense that formula is nothing near anything else that's available on the market there's nobody else building a product anywhere near that sds sheet that we have and how it works and what it does and that really launched our mindset honestly because once we saw slick and what we could do with our experience it was like what else can we tackle sure, and yep. it's 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 just a whole different mindset when you have i mean i used to do 125 hour paint corrections when you start bringing my 20 years of experience and marty's 20 years of the different backgrounds we have in detailing i know if a product's right within seconds it doesn't sure. take me days it takes me seconds to realize if something's right or not so that's that's really where everything jumped off for us yeah and jamie i you can definitely appreciate it right like it, you used it streak free correct streak free streak free one towel and i didn't but even have used, two towels one towel you've used other products that were streaking oh. and you had to try and figure out how to combine them to help the company so that they would stop streaking right like no, I didn't have a streaking issue. It just made oh for the new product a little bit of a problem. I wasn't trying to. I just I just I've gathered some information of some stuff that you were trying no. to you were trying to help. Marty's solve trying the, to go all pro wrestling. He brought the beer. He wants me to get on turnbuckle cut a promo. I see what's going on, Marty. Don't keep it straight down the middle. We're talking about hyper clean here, Marty. But yes, yeah, slick is phenomenal, especially on glass, man. I'm telling you, I got the demo of it. One towel. On, off, got protection, no streaks, just phenomenal. I mean, I don't think nothing really does come close to that or bug. And we were talking about bug, and you know how you said um, everybody has a bug problem, right? Apparently, everybody doesn't have a bug problem because Mr. Alex Dewar here. Nope. Last week, we did the top 10 products, kind of uh, of what we've tried recently or what's in our arsenal. And we got to bug remover. And, of course, mine's bug now. I made that very clear. But, uh. <laughs> Dewar here is like, I don't really see bugs. So apparently no bugs in Canada. 
Anna, California. I think Mike's out of detail and also chimed in. I don't see bugs either. So there's a there's a Mike, lot of y'all bugs missing out on a great product. The east of us, but we I don't deal with a ton of bugs. So count your blessings. Like man. Yeah, because yeah, the they're only, a problem. I've gone to Colorado in the summer, and there's there's a little bit of bugs, but not bad. You go to Arizona. I set out at a pool for the first time with warm air. I didn't have to go like, right. There was no bugs anywhere. I was like, this is unbelievable. I've never experienced warmth without bugs, right? Yeah. Like, cause we'll vacation or we'll go through somewhere through the South or Florida, or you were going to go to Alabama, right? We'll head that way. you always got bugs go through Louisiana, right? There's, there's always bugs. None of us, all of us get that good life like Nick out there in Vegas life. I don't know. Yeah, no, not, not heavy on the bugs out here. Well, but it's, it's well, bug is a complete godsend down here. Making, it sounds like you guys are making products to address the problem that you yourselves have experienced because experience is huge, you know, regardless of what industry you're in. You know, experience is the main thing. And I think that you're not just making a product to make a product is pretty special. And, you know, you're kind of laser focused on a few things. And that's that's the big thing and make it the best you can. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you, you look over here on my desk. Uh, I got like seven bottles of stuff of different <laughs> products that we have in development. The one thing that we don't, it's really a core principle, is we're not going to rush things. Oh, of if something's right, it's right. Um, you know, there's a lot of cookie cutter. Hey, you know, we need this, and this guy has it, so we're gonna we're gonna do it, and and you know, whatever. This is good enough. We're building a reputation, you know, and and you know, doing so through detailing, you know, professionally, like Marty and I have, you realize there's only one shot here. You know, you, you can't, you can't redo. We've all seen brands come and go in detailing chemicals, right? We've all seen the flash in a the pan. They spend a bunch on marketing and all of a sudden you look back a year later and you're like, where do those people go? Yeah. I bought one bottle from them. I can't believe they're out of business. Right. They didn't really have, uh, you know, any kind of mindset towards longevity. And, you know, we've already been in, I've already been in this 24 years. It's not really that difficult for me to see uh, my future in this as the next 20 years, you know, yeah. because I've already, I've already committed my life to this. And I think Marty feels the same way. And I think that long-term viewpoint is pretty rare and I'm glad we have it and we have the, the ability to have it. Um, you know, so I appreciate everybody seeing that. Yeah. So, Doers in Canada, we got to figure out how to get him uh, some product. And Ken here asks, are the products sold in Canada anywhere? Not well, yet, but we've got uh, we've sent some packages up there to some supply companies. Nice. Uh, we're we're moving in that direction, man. We hope to be there very soon. Yeah. I'm telling you, our cool. clean is just getting started, but I think the train is about to uh, get rolling for sure. Yeah, because you send products to a supply company that's going to test them, right? Yeah. yeah. Jamie, I mean, <laughs> you could validate, right? Like, you just go ahead and put your stamp on it there, brother. Yeah. We'll, we'll just sure. connect you two. We'll say, hey, <laughs> just send go, them my go see Jamie. Reviews. He'll, uh, he'll yeah. let you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. Just send them my TikTok reviews. It'll be covered. I mean, yeah, there you go. They'll yeah. be ordering by yeah, the If Jamie says a product's good, you can usually trust them. <laughs> I ain't saying well, it for my health. Yeah. I tell y'all that. Bucky, I'm curious, uh, as an enthusiast, what's your what's your number one thing that you're always looking for from a company? There you go. Oh, that's a good question. Didn't know we we're going to be getting questions here <laughs> for me. Hey, professional podcasters um, here, Bucky. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate honesty in a company and when when a product says on the bottle what it's supposed to do and, you know, isn't super flash and just works, you know. And I, you know, obviously with me being an enthusiast, I'm not doing a ton, but, you know, when, when a product gets, gets me excited, then you tend to kind of stick with it. And I, I think that that's just kind of the, the biggest thing is as long as a, if a product says it does one thing on the bottle and it actually performs, that's that's the biggest thing for me. That's that's what I love. Cool. What's the thing you hate most? Oh, geez. I I really don't like a lot of a lot of buzzwords and kind of with the, the label thing, just some of the companies out there that, you know, you know who they are, will they have one product and they'll 
promise you the moon. And I just, I can't stand that. And just the, the people that don't choose to educate themselves in the industry and just like, well, it takes some flashy TV commercial buzzword. And I'm guilty of that too. I've seen some products that I'm like, Hey, you know, it's, it's on TV. It's gotta be good. Right. But um, actually kind of getting involved in the industry and experiencing, you know, different brands and getting opinions from other people. Like once you find a product that's good, you know, kind of ignore the flash and the hype and just educate a little bit so you kind of understand the process and go from there. Cause there's, there's people who will smack talk a really good product that works super great, you know, cause they have their, you know, $8 flashy TV commercial product. And I think that's the best thing ever, but they've never actually tried anything else. That's, that's what I don't love. Yeah. Cool, man. Thanks. Yeah, you bet. Let's get into some buyer sales. Y'all do this on y'all's <laughs> podcast. There we go. So <laughs> this is going to be good. I, of course, I've detail-oriented. That's what the people came here to see. I'll try and keep it you know, out of detailing to keep your brains right on y'all's podcast. Y'all do talk a lot during the week. I mean, I'm just, I see the podcast tab. It'll be like episode, next day, episode, next day, episode. I'm like, do they take a break or what? Dang. Yeah. Got to work, but, dude. Our sale, we don't have to spend too uh, long on each topic, but uh, just a quick buy or sale, and uh, y'all can either agree in a team or flip-flop <laughs> to each other and go get your own. But first on the list is graphene and its current state in the detailing <laughs> industry. Sell. Buy or sale. Sell. <laughs> that one was quick. <laughs> okay, do you want us so, to explain so nobody yep. gets their feelings hurt? Nope. Yeah, I love to hear it. This is why I do this podcast. I really, really hope graphene gets to a point that we can put it into detailing products. Grade A, top of the line graphene is super, super expensive, hard to get, and it's mostly used in military applications and very high-end industrial protection applications. It is not going to go into a water-based spray and spray on your car. Uh, so maybe one day, net yeah, maybe, maybe one day. Okay. I, I you know, we're going to date it's uh June 17th of 2022. So the technology as we sit here today is what it yep. is. Um, I think you've kind of seen that start to fizzle because yep. Yep. everybody's starting to go, uh Oh, we may have jumped the gun. You even have some professional coding companies who, took a lot on the chin to have their flagship coating say graphene on it. I don't know that that was the right thing to do. And that's, that's big for the detailing industry to see us back out of this and everybody kind of say, uh, I think you kind of fooled us here. Um, I hope it gets to somewhere where we can actually use it in our industry. But right now I think the military and big companies probably have the wrap on that. Yeah. I'm selling because you know, I still do sales and was out to out of detail shop making a sales call. And then the guy was telling me what he was using. Said they had just switched over to graphene, a flagship coating that Nick's referring to. I go, oh, cool. How do you like it? Because, you know, there's good things about their other one, apparently. But it needed to change to graphene about a year ago or so, year and a half, something like that. Sure. I go, how do you like it, man? You know, he goes... Oh, it's terrible. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> Why? I mean, you, you got you got their banner on your wall. You know, you, you got you got shirts on. You talk about it on social. What do you hate about it? I'm just curious. He goes, Well, why don't you come do it? He goes, it's super grabby. It's got a horrible install experience. And it's just it's extremely difficult to work with. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it can't be that bad, right? Right. Dude, oh, dude, it's brutal. Your towel literally, while you're wiping that first wipe, it's literally, you're like, God damn. Like, and some people might go, well, that just means it's it's working, right? Yeah. No, that's not what that means at all. Not at all. Grabby on your towel doesn't mean that it's graphene and forced and it's fucking strong. <laughs> that's not what that means. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I wish folks, but you know, we're not there. So what do you think, what is actually happening with these graphene products? Are we just 
threw a word on a bottle or did we put put gray uh, food coloring in it? What, what 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 what's happening? They can use a synthesized, you know, basically like something that's really 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 broken down and has relation to yeah, actual exactly. high level graphene and right. shove it, you know, a few sprinkles into the vat and say we've put graphene in it. Uh, you know, they could have changed their formula, but I can assure you there's no reputable graphene in that form. It, an eight ounce bottle might cost you thousands of dollars at this point. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think that that's happening. Well, that kind of rolls into my next buyer sale. And that is most detailing companies have gotten comfortable just chasing the next buzzword as status quo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about that. Uh, I'm going to buy that. You're correct. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're doing here. Um, this and, is how at much- the same, and at the same time, right, Nick, we also understand that sometimes when you put a buzzword yeah. Oh, yeah. in your title, you get more what views sales. Yeah. 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 So, you know, look, the consumer's asking for certain things. Everybody wants everybody to do the right thing. But then if you don't use the word ceramic, nobody's going to try your product. So, you know, the consumer's driving a lot of this behavior because they want to see the buzzwords. Correct. So it's a catch 22. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand it. I mean, look, this is how exciting we are. We released a panel wipe today. Yeah, I was about we, to, I wanted to get because into we that fi- too. because we finally got the formula we wanted. Go ahead and we're tell not us chasing. About that. We're not always chasing buzz. I mean, look, we all as a company, we need to do some products that that reach into that at times mm-hmm. um, yeah, because we got to get sure. people interested in what we do. Um, yeah. But I think if you're always upfront about what that product does, mm-hmm. then it's it's not buzzwordy, right? Like if if you if you really look at it that way, what makes something a buzzword is it's not doing what you're actually saying it's doing. If you use the buzzword and you actually accomplish what you say you're going to accomplish, then I don't have any issue with it personally. But I mean, that's not consumers are the one driving what needs to be said on a label or whatever. I mean, it's companies aren't making that up out of thin air. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's sort of what we were kind of hitting about, right? Like Jamie, Mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting to go is the company's, what was your question? The the companies got complacent or something. The have gotten comfortable. comfortable just kind of throwing on the next new buzzword on bottles, but labels. But is it that they got comfortable, or everybody's going to buy that if it says X, Y, and Z on it? So they got to put X, Y, and Z on it because you wouldn't. The majority of people wouldn't buy it if it didn't say that. Yep. So that's sort of the other side. I and I'm. We might even say I'm selling your thing. That it's not just the company's fault, because if the consumers didn't just buy it because it said the name, then they wouldn't do it. But because consumers do buy, they have to. Like, but companies gotten to a point where it just seems like we're pushing out these products to throw this buzzword on it before it even you know the technology gets good enough to actually put the, the buzzword on the label. And that's why we have companies that are just now coming out with some ceramic products. You know, ceramic products are getting better and better. That's why we call it overbuilt. That's why I call it overbuilt. And and that's why we choose the way we do it. And we say almost every episode and anytime we're talking to people, listen, there's no blueprint on how somebody should run a business. There really isn't other than taking care of your customers and doing what's right by them. Right. So they can all do whatever they want to do. We're just sure. not going to follow what they do. We're going to overbuild our stuff. Sure. Yeah, and I and I think look, if you know, for everybody listening to this, does does somebody's experience of taking care of cars on a high level, and also now having the backing of manufacturing their own products matter to you? Do you care? Do you care? I can't state that for any consumer. I mean, we hope that it matters because look, our products get tested on six hundred plus cars a week. They're, you, I mean, name the biggest company in the world that can do that. Nobody. Yeah. We're the only ones that can do that. And we're the only ones that, that even offer the thought of that we're doing that. Most people don't tell you about testing their product. They just say, hey, we got this new product. You know how many times on our podcast, Marty and I are like, hey, we're testing this new product. It's not going so well. Name yeah. me another company doing that. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
you know, what, what's it mean to you? Uh, and every consumer is going to be different. As I get years under my belt in this business and I take care of cars I really love, of mine and other people, man, I, I want people that are standing behind what they're doing. And that's that overbuilt mentality. And to me, if I, if I see a shop doing 600 cars a week, my mind immediately goes to just high volume using products that they can get the cheapest, the fastest, and just push stuff out the door. And with you, you're using quality product and actually caring, which is, you know, it's people need to really look at that 600 cars a week and, you know, see how it's Bucky, what makes it even better is yeah. it's not a shop. Mm-hmm. Right. No. It has a shop. Yeah. yeah. But all those are mobile. Yeah. Crazy. So our we we have um, look, I have car collections that have a hundred cars in them, sure, and they're worth all kinds of money. And so when people hear that, I want you to know, those listening, dealership six hundred cars, you can absolutely go cheap. You know, hey, let me burn and churn them and burn them. I can't use degreasers recklessly, which is why we have our TRX product. I can't. You know, we take care of. I'd put our Ferrari experience on anybody's level. I've had a relationship with the OEM Ferrari for a lot of years. Uh, We have cars shipped in uh, from Beverly Hills almost every week. Um, We're heavily involved in high-end auctions and things like that and and helping our customers buy and sell cars. It, you know, you can get jaded and say, hey, this guy is looking for the cheapest. Sure. You know, it never worked for me. We, we just had an episode on our podcast. I've never been able to make it work with cheap chemicals. Exactly. Yep. I mean, I, I was with another brand for 10 years of my career as, as you know, in my business and, and the quality just got too bad and they're not a bad company. They've let their quality slip and, and I couldn't live with it. And that's, that's why we're here today. And love that. You know, how many Nicks are there out there, you know, probably few and far between, I'd say. So that, you know, gives you some uh, trust with HyperClean that you cared about the product so much. You, you know, you're a co-owner now, still running the detailing business. Love it. Good yeah. stuff. That's anyway, awesome. buy or sell. Got one more for y'all. <laughs> detailing TikTok. What y'all oh, thinking? You're yeah. buying That's or selling it? Buy. <laughs> massive buy. Big Agreed. buy. Agreed. Massive Agreed. buy. I- I started talking about TikTok when it was music.ly. And uh, when it finally got bought and got moved over to what we now know as TikTok, I said very vocal that it should be the platform that detailers go on to. Absolutely. If we're artists, and that's what I believe, I believe Mm -hmm. that we take a car and it's our artistic expression on that car. Now, at the same time, we don't want to be... You know, that that broke artist that's always looking for his next deal, right? Yeah, right we still want yeah. to grow a business at the same time. But yeah. if we don't put our artistic expression that we walk away from that car and go, God damn, that looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's that's my vision of, of who we are. Yeah. There's no better platform than for us to go showcase our work than to also create mm-hmm. just incredible videos. The amount of the amount of different styles, the amount of different ways people can do product videos to wheel cleaning videos to, you know, you, you coined foam, foam town, USA, you've got the flip, right? Like it's yeah. super cool. And you couldn't do that on any other platform. And so nope. I've been vocal about TikTok for years. So I'm excited that we continue to invest more and more into the platform. We'd love to interact with people on TikTok. Please come work with us on TikTok. We love TikTok. We're yeah. we're a massive buy, buy, buy on TikTok. It's the platform if you're into car care. It's the platform for you to be on. Yeah, I'm I'm with Marty. It's it's a buy for me, and, and I actually think the platform it's hurting the most is you know what is it going to look like for YouTube? YouTube. You know what what does what does youtube look like for detailing in the next 24 months i'm seeing a lot of things now marty and i talk about it all the time tiktok is so instantaneous now you can go up to Mm -hmm. three minutes you can really produce videos you can really get your point across the consumer's changing you know youtube has had its run for detailing i mean it's been a long run too i mean you're talking about a decade or more of detailing really being pushed through this youtube lens we'll see if it changes Uh, it feels like it is 
but mm-hmm. it could go away tomorrow. So, you know, you, you kind of yeah. enjoy all the platforms for what they are. But, yeah, TikTok is my my choice of just scrolling as well. Like when yeah. I have free time, I, I don't I don't really do anything else but TikTok. I mean, it's kind of a it's a guilty pleasure for everybody. Yeah. And, and I'm glad detailing is a part of it. Yeah, I think that. detailing has had its run on t- on a YouTube is the, you know, best way to say it. I think it's really have ha- has had its run. What you got, Bucky? Yeah, I was gonna say just if you wanna if you wanna make twenty minutes disappear. For the- <laughs> yeah, you know it's hundred percent hard. Uh, How good yeah, is that algorithm too? Like mm-hmm. it shows you what you want to see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it learns scarily fast. I'm a little scared yeah. of it sometimes, actually. Oh yeah, I mean, look, we all are, but at so, but at some point, you you want to have a good time, and and that's why we're all there. Uh, you know, look, I, I actually think one le- other thing I'll say on TikTok that I hope you know stays off the platform. I see a little bit of it time to time, but I'm not a big fan of the negativity that we saw. You, yeah. know, you see on Facebook. I mean, we got a hyper clean specialist group on Facebook. Jamie, you're just recently started getting in there. You can see that. Look, we don't have to police that group. We have so many good people involved with our brand. It's a larger number than most people would think just for a group we've started less than a year ago. And it's all people just sharing, hey, what would you do? Here's what I'm into. I I got this job. Check out this work. It's a nice mixture. You know, but Facebook can be negative. Instagram can be negative. These these platforms, YouTube can be negative. TikTok has kind of avoided it and kind of had its moments where it's been bad. If it can stay positive, TikTok will be big for detailing long term. Yeah, you're right. It seems like the lives that go on in TikTok right now, there's a couple of people that, that I, you know, interact with and and I've hopped into some of their live conversations. Nick, you're absolutely right. Like it's it's terrible. Like even in some of the comments while these people are talking, they're like, Hey, shouldn't y'all take this off air? Like, why? Why are we talking right. about this? Like, yeah. right. people get a little too comfortable on the live feature of TikTok for sure. Well, and the, you know, the just the stitch, the stitch feature is what I'm worried about. You know, guy has a stitch on, another guy, and we've seen it start right. to yep, go yep, amongst. Yep. And again, I, I really hate to see it's a lot of guys with a lot of experience where they could be super positive on the platform. And they're actually looking at the platform as, hey, let's let's be negative. So if, if we can police that a little bit and the, and the platform polices that, TikTok yeah. is 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 set to overtake every other platform for detailing, I would yeah. assume. For sure. I mean, you would think, you know, some of the I'd say biggest detailing stars, you know, there's Pan out there on YouTube. I'd say TikTok has produced probably the biggest detailing star yet of Jessica Tran. So if that's not proof that you know you can go pretty right. far on tiktok you know so pretty crazy there you know what i'm well, talking about jessica tran yeah yeah familiar yeah. with her um biggest detailer on tiktok yeah, yeah i mean so for you right jamie is it's cool to put out a video and you know you could put out a video on instagram you can put it out on on facebook you can put it out on a couple different platforms yeah but if you do it the right way and you kind of describe the product. You go with that voiceover. Like you just did a really good voiceover, right? Like doing some voiceover work, you, you show some of the, the the product usage. You can use your phone and you can, yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways that you can create a video on TikTok that isn't just 40, 50, 100 views. Yeah. Like right. you can hit numbers of thousands. You can hit a 10,000. You can hit a million views. When, yep, overnight. Overnight. When, yep. when has a detailer ever seen that type of return on creating content? And that's why we love TikTok is yeah. you create the content. It's creative. And then you get a lot of views on it. And that's why we want to we want to be a part of people on TikTok. Yeah, like let's let's interact with some people on TikTok. Follow us. Yeah. We'll follow you. Like let's interact. Like TikTok yeah. is where we want to be. We feel that you listeners that are listening to this, like you should be there too. So hyper clean store, go visit us, follow us on TikTok. We'll follow back. Like let's do some fun stuff together. I, we love TikTok. There you go. That was a session of buy or sell. I think it went pretty good. <laughs> I'm uh and I mean, I'm, I'm fairly new to TikTok, you know, I avoided it for a long time, but going on it, it's, it's a very, like you guys have touched on, it's, it's a platform that 
you know, even if you're not, you know, if you don't have fancy camera equipment or anything like that, you can grab your phone. It doesn't take a ton of effort to make something that can really go viral. Like I had one that had almost 150,000 views for something that took me like two minutes. And I'm just like, holy smokes. And yeah. I have done YouTube videos that, you know, you put in, you know, you have the hours of detailing and filming, and then you have all the editing afterwards, and then you get like a couple hundred. It's like, okay, that was cool. It's like, was it really worth it? And you know, right? Yeah, I mean, skill. Look, we we Marty and I have talked through with people that have ten people on their YouTube staff. Yeah, and yeah. they spend a whole week editing, and I really respect that. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't that's feel like that's twenty twenty two. No, uh, just and when you say it out loud. It feels like television, and that's what YouTube is yeah. becoming. Uh-huh. And so, if yeah. you just kind of start saying these things out loud, I'm not sure what that platform has. The people that have are established ten years in, they're always going to get millions of views. They got built in yep. uh, oh, yeah. equity. Built in it's like being it's like being Tesla, right? Tesla is only popular because it was the first major brand that went electric. So they have that starting lineup of hey, I was the first one. So to me. You know, it's an interesting talk, and I think it's fun for detailing. You know, I don't look at this stuff as negative. I mean, I, I think it's great. Great. Yeah, uh, I've seen a lot, like, across all the platforms, you see the negativity. And, you know, there's times where I, you know, I have the ability to ignore it and not make a negative comment about, you know, a, a new question. Because if it's a new person, we've all been there. We're all that new person. And some people are just so hard on them, and I don't, I don't get it. And then even with videos and dislikes and negative comments i'm like you know have you gone out and have you ever tried creating content and realize how much work it can take and it, it's like i just feel like none of them have ever done that so it's, buddy we it's have a really hard. popular we have a really popular podcast and let me tell you it's not easy <laughs> like I, I mean this man it's your exact you hit the nail on the head you just got to put your head down and know you're doing the right stuff yep. and let everybody just be who they are and I, yeah just be your content yourself and you're either gonna take off or you might have to come up with a few gimmicks, flip a foam yeah, sure. cannon, create a sure. foam town. We know foam town. What you we got, got you. Oh, I was saying Mike's auto detailing put in there that uh, he just yep. joined. Just uh, got on there. Yeah. So Mike, I just went and followed you. So that's cool, man. Welcome to TikTok. Yep. Get on there. It's fun. Yeah. You got to fix when you're fresh on TikTok. You got to fix your algorithm though. You can get some weird yeah, stuff it was going weirder. for a while, but once you <laughs> fix it, immediately search auto detailing watch some watch a lot of videos yeah. and then yeah. it should start fixing itself but yeah if anybody's got any uh live chat questions feel free to hit up the hyper clean team right now and we'll uh answer them on air well that's cool but, uh how many yeah. people do you normally have on the live part i have no idea I th- this tells me <laughs> but i don't think it's right because then i go check afterward and it's in a, and it's a lot more so i have no idea Oh yeah, all good, all good. Yeah, that's just a cool feature that uh, people so they they hop in and and chat it up. That's cool because you know you see the people leave the comments. So that's yeah, cool. You got a good little yeah. community. That's what we call it. We call it community. It's a community of people yeah. that like to be around what you're doing, man. That's cool. You got a great little community here. Yep, I need this community to go drop five stars on your favorite podcast app right after we get <laughs> off this thing. Drop the five stars. Drop a rate review. And help a brother out, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if someone's looking to get into hyper t- uh, hyper clean products, let's give them like a top three. What do you think they should buy first? Uh, go first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've already said it, bug. You know, I mean, but if if it's if you're in the summer and you got bugs, right? Um, it's just it. It really is it's just it's a phenomenal product. The second one that I'm going to tell people to buy will, you're going to have to wait till July 4th. Oh, there we go. Teaser. You're going to have to wait till July 4th to buy it. And, you know, Jamie, I I don't know if, did you use it yet or not? I'm I'm not sure. I have not used it yet. You will. I will have a video popping up July 4th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. But I, I, you know, it, This has taken a long time to, to to formulate and the the raw coming in and then all the way down to getting the right dye so that you know we we just this is we think it's going to be the absolute best soap that you'll ever use. We really do. There you go. Yeah, uh, it's, it's called, insane. It's called ceramic snow. Um Drop you you can take a 
you can take a uh, but you can take with this product you can take a an uncoated an untreated car you can wash it and have instant hydrophobics mm-hmm. and this cool. is what we're talking about the overbuilt product because ceramic was in style four years ago with but, the ceramic soaps and sprays but i but, think yeah. that's gonna guarantee yeah, yeah. so be good but, this, is, this is the interesting part oh, yeah. what's, oh there's more but, what do we got most of the companies that develop a ceramic soap will just say it's to clean the car before you put on a ceramic coating or yeah. that's a great cleaner that's safe on coated cars yep. that is the norm in the industry yep. it is and they're and and they're actually really high ph soap so what they do is they give it an extreme clean and so it brings your coating back to life and you're like wow well, no, it's and then when you use it, it doesn't give any hydrophobic properties when you use it on a non-coated vehicle. So the point of this this product is is really to, you know, look, you got your mom's car, she doesn't take care of it. You got a family mm-hmm. member's car, she doesn't take care yep. of it, whatever. Yep. You put this soap on, you use some slick afterwards, all of a sudden she's got so much protection on the car that she didn't have before. <laughs> and here was the real trick. When you put basically the formula that you have that creates that silica ceramic coverage, you get no foam. Yep, I was that's what I was about oh, yeah. to bring up. Okay. So this is called ceramic snow, but most ceramic soaps do not foam no. at all. And they're more like a rinse. Yes. Okay? Yep. You can't really clean, or if you try to clean your ta- your your wash media, whether you use a, a fluffy towel or you use a mitt or you use uh you know, a wash pad, whatever, you're like, yeah, it glides, but the dirt is still there. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, those are the kind of things that so many people, we couldn't forever get it to foam the way we wanted and then mm-hmm. leave the protection and then, you know, reinvigorate a coated vehicle. And if you want to do it right, man, I, I'm almost certain because we all deal with the same raw providers, there's not another soap like this and detailing as we speak today i'm very um, excited about cracking just, open this bottle i mean you know we hopefully everybody believes this by now we don't really do buzz yeah. this is the product that we've been spending mm-hmm. night and day trying to figure out because we have so many coded vehicles in my business it was like hey yep how do we maintain these better or how do we you know get these to look better and the crazy part is wait till you see how your car looks after you walk away and this is what got marty sold he was walking away from his jeep and he goes called me he goes dude we we got it like this is this is a look product as well so this this is something we're proud of so that's your list marty what's your final list yeah i mean (laughs) uh and then and then i'm gonna go a, a little bit different I think the next one, as you already said, would probably seem to be the next trend. The next product would be slick, but I'm going to go with Uno. Um, We have have constantly felt over the years, once I got into the industry and in the national scene, I told people you're never going to continue to achieve these forever. It's just not where the market's going to be. Now, we're going to do a five-year because – We've put in our work on it, right? We've put our work in on it. It's overbuilt. We're going to release our five-year. No problem. But is the average person who's running a car care-style business going to sell more of a one, two, or three-year? Absolutely. And especially where the industry is now, a one-year coating, HyperClean Uno... It's incredibly easy to install. You can do it in under 30 minutes many times, but, you know, take it an hour. That's fine. <laughs> Spend an hour on the car. We, we can do it in 30 minutes. And we've had results since 16, 17, 18 that, that last way beyond a year. It's a big reason why we're called overbuilt. Our actual yep. history proves it. Yeah. Our social media proves it. So and love the names, Uno yeah. Dos yeah. Trace. So the the big thing Marty is right about on Uno is we just about two or three weeks ago, I think as a company, we put on a whole collection of Ferraris, we put Uno. 
The reason is, is that this, this customer doesn't fit the five-year profile. So I think we coded like 10 Ferraris in this collection with Uno. And most people would say, well, that guy's going to pay for a 10-year lifetime coding and he's going to PPF everything. That's the big red flag, guys, that, that somebody doesn't really deal in high-end car collections. Because actually, most high-end car collections are still waxed. You know, you have to move people into this direction. And Uno is a great bridge product, if, especially if you have DIYers listening to this. It is easier, easier to put on a one-year coating than it is to use a traditional paste wax. Yeah. That's how I easy agree. this product is. And, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of all of it. Protection's protection, and I, I respect all of them. But too many DIYers are thrown off by these hard-to-use coatings because they're not formulated properly. Use Uno. Marty's right. That's, that's a top-end product for us. Yeah, so Ryan's asking the question, which is cool. We can see it. Why would you choose a one-year coating over three-year-plus coating? Well, there's a lot of different reasons. Nick just listed a perfect one is what's yeah. best for the customer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're a professional, you always got to ask what's best for the customer. Mm -hmm. So for you, the installer, you got to ask what's best, mm -hmm. a good value product that's going to last a year. That, And then if you, as Nick and I believe, because Nick and I both, he runs a mobile business. I still have a mobile business that we still operate that I still have customers that we clean cars since 2003. So I know his habits. Should he be spending and should he be investing and should he be doing everything on these big packages if I'm going to be touching his car every weekend? Or is it best for my customer to put on a one-year coating, maintain it with Eco One, because that's what we use as our rinseless and waterless at his place, which is going to add and reinforce with slick, and then we dry it down with slick, is his one-year coating going to last his two to three years that this multi-millionaire is going to continue to flip cars every two to three years? Yeah. Let's say he's not. Let's say he's going to keep his car four or five years. Got it. Is the best value and the best experience for him to have a good value and then to have it maintained over the next three or four years that he cleans it? Listen, we, I, most people would never, ever – Go in. If you're a detailer, you would really never want to associate with a car wash, would you? You wouldn't. Most people that are detailers hate car washes. Well, I used to own one. And my business partner at that time, he was the vice president of Cricket Communications. And he created up this theme that we told through the whole city of, do you guys ever remember, now get it, most of you are probably too young for this. There used to be a song in 2006 called Riding Dirty. Right, <laughs> ride it dirty. Right, we blasted that hit, everywhere because hit. why would you ever want to ride dirty? If you're going to maintain somebody's car, you keep them from riding dirty. You help them enjoy their car life. That's one of our things. We want everybody just to enjoy their car life. It's much easier to enjoy your car life under a good value, and then it's maintained on a regular basis. So yep. that's a massive reason why we're going to say, yeah, you'd want to use a one, two or three year coating versus the bigger ones. It's a much better experience for not only the installer, our customer, but then also the person using it, their car life, which is also our customer because we do both. But, you know, we we get to help out the whole industry that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, look. I have customers that flip cars every six months. I have customers that don't flip cars at all. Uh, you know, look, I, I have a car that I love in my life. The, the, the benefit of a one-year coating over a three-year coating is also one's easier to take off. You know, one, a three-plus-year coating has more active ingredient in it. So let's say I have it on my car and I want to PPF my car. Now I'm talking heavy <laughs> compound, heavy cut. You know, now I got to finish it out. I, I'm, I'm in a battle, right? Uh, yeah. So, Ryan, it's a good question, but there's a lot of reasons to choose one year, and there's a lot of reasons to choose three-plus year, and there's a lot of reasons to choose five-year and two-year. And what we have seen in the coating market is nobody wants to talk about it. It's just like, hey, use this big, robust coating, and DIYers can't do it. Look, man, coating technology so far and beyond. I put my first coating on a car in 2010. I mean, I saw it when you used to have to chisel it off and sand it <laughs> off and sand a whole door, and I, I was there. 
uh, we say this on our podcast all the time, the people that talk about coding and don't have a broad view of it weren't there when it was bad. Because yeah, when right. it was bad, it was unworkable. And so I would choose for a lot of customers that one and two year coding are very successful. But look, I got a ton of customers that have five year coatings, three year coatings on their car as well. But I also have cars that are completely covered head to toe in PPF. Yeah. Uh, customer to customer. There you go. And that's why they are professional podcasters, ladies and gentlemen. And we're about to wrap this bad boy up. Is there any final thoughts from you two? Yeah, because I saw somebody saying he's got some products in his cart. And wants yeah, to Mike, well, Mike, that's the last question. Mike yeah. wants a discount code. You got something yeah. for him? We love discount codes, don't we, Nick? That's our favorite thing. <laughs> hey, all good, you know, no problem. Uh, let's do Cleaner Cast 10. And Mike can save 10% Cleaner Cast 10. So anybody listening to this, they can cool. they can go on a HyperClean store. Yep. Or if uh, you're just on HyperClean store, usually there's a little pop-up and – it's going to yep. say, hey, do you, do you want 10% off? Actually, man? yeah. We, if you join our email list, you yeah. guys, uh, they'll, it'll send you, you, send you an email and it'll give you 10% off. Uh, but here's the greatest thing. One product I'll add to my list because Marty's list would have yeah. been my list. Fuego. Fuego. It's about as, it's about as no, no touch wheel cleaner as it gets right now. Oh, and it, it's you know, multi-use. And for my business, it's been a game changer for us. And and we can't thank everybody enough for listening. Check us out at hypercleanstore.com. That's where you guys can find us. And Pints and Polishing Podcast. Them, I don't even have to tell them to get, do, do the plugs. They're professionals, people. Yeah. We're on top of it. I just yeah, any more plugs? We were doing this, so very awesome. cool. Yep. So that'll wrap it up. Hypercleanstore.com, uh, hyperclean, at Hyperclean on all the social medias. Go check it out. Got this detailing specialist. Go join the Facebook group. Once you get some, once you get some products to try it out, you're going to hop in that group immediately. I'm telling yeah. you, this stuff is uh, is good. Gentlemen, uh, I think we did it. Heck of a cast. Great show. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll do this again in the future once yeah. some of them uh, – you know, more coatings and more products, the more overbuilt products continue to uh, roll out from HyperClean. I'm looking forward to it. Dewar, you got any last minute words? Nope. Just thanks again, guys, for coming on. Um, we got to so, get some HyperClean to Canada. Got to get yeah, it. Oh, yeah. Here. We're working. Yeah, we got to get it up here. So, yeah, it's, yep. uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on. And yeah, I've, I've listened to a few Pints and Polishing podcasts. So, it's thanks, uh, man. Awesome. Community. Thank you. Thank you, guys. There you go. Thanks for everything. Marty, give us a heck yeah beer. I know. Beer bag. He, he is stone cold. <laughs> hey, I forgot Jimmy was a wrestling guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll right. see you Thank on the you. next one. See you next week. Bye, everybody. See you guys.